My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have the guest on that we're having right now. I haven't had someone on who's done the same kind of stuff that she's doing right now. So I'm super pumped to share it with you. The guest I'm bringing on, Mary Stanley, is a certified life coach, hypnotherapist. Um, She specializes in mental health and integrated behavioral um, specialist as well. So she's the host of a live talk show, Chaos in Your Mind, you know, and she's done a a ton of stuff. So, you know, I'm just going to let her dive into it and really get deep about where she's, you know, her background, where she's came from. (laughs) And, and where she's at today. So welcome to the show, Mary. How's it going? Great. Thanks for letting me be here today. It's an honor. It's a, pl- it's a pleasure. You know, so go ahead, if you don't mind, and just tell us a bit of your background. What brought you to where you are today? Because you're kicking butt out there. And I, I really want to get the listeners to kind of get to know you a bit better. It started out about 10 years ago when I was medically discharged out of the Army. And I went from this big world of where to be, when to do it, how to do it. And down in San Antonio, Texas to the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. I, on a good day. And the joke is, is that if everybody's home, I live in a town of 1200 people. Oh, (laughs) very small. There's not even a stoplight in my town. We have one stop sign in the center of our town. And so I went through anxiety. I went through depression. I, had PTSD. I just struggled with life. I didn't have a sense of identity. So I had to pull myself up and get out of the funk and found out I was pregnant with my first daughter. And then I had my son not long after, and they both were diagnosed with different variations of autism. I didn't know what it was at all. I didn't even know this existed. And so where I live, you're driving kids two to three hours for services for help. And it's where you're putting them in therapies and stuff. 30, 40 hours a week, you're giving your child a full-time job just to learn how to function in society. And I'm like, no, there's got to be a better way. And so I started training and taking all these different classes, sitting in seminars, doing a a million different avenues of things and learned how to how your mind works basically and once i've learned that you know your mind is really the most coolest thing in the world and to unlock it you have to learn how you learn how you figure things out how your mind works and once you figure that out you can teach anybody and everybody at anything and so you know COVID hit and all this stuff. So I started working with the local counties and dealing with helping other families do what I do and learn how to handle your kids. And then when COVID hit, I moved to online, which was an insane world because I never cared and didn't know my life was never interesting enough for social media. And what I could tell you about it was, but you know, it just don't care. And so I had to learn all these different avenues and what all these things are. And I'm still learning. 
there's still a learning curve. And that's brought me to where I am now. And so what I, I do a lot of um, working with a lot of people with mental health issues. And so what I do is I, like I tell everybody, I don't care what your label is. We're going to get rid of that diagnosis. I don't care. What we're going to do is you take all them little issues, your, your heart rate raising, your, your racing thoughts, having problems focusing, having problems sitting still, you know, lost, don't know where you're going, don't know what, what you're trying to accomplish in life. And you break everything down into all these little tiny pieces. And instead of focusing on the problem, you figure out the, how to solve that problem. All right, so you have problems focusing. What can you do to help increase your focus? You know, um, do you need to tap your foot? Do you need to listen to music? Do you need to do something? Once you learn all these little tricks and what works for you and for your family, you open up the world. You know, you have, you have sensory issues. Okay, so you integrate yourself slowly into those issues. You know, you can't handle being around a lot of people. So start out in little steps. Go to the store when it's starting to get busy, but not Black Friday's. You know, have your buddy on the phone with you talking you through regulation techniques that work for you. You know, with my son, it was horrible. He had no patience and he was so overloaded with just the world that he would want to run and hide. And if he wasn't running and hiding, he'd get so frustrated, he'd bang his head on the wall, on the floor. And the poor kid had bruises all the time. And so we developed a regulation techniques that worked for him. And now he'll sit and sing and he will do different things. And I can take him to a concert and he has fun. Take him to trick-or-treating with a bunch of kids and he will go out and try. You know, he lasts a couple hours. You know, it's amazing to see, you know, people when they look at what I've done with my kids and, and showing them that, you know, this is possible. Don't look at the diagnosis. Don't look at the labels. Look at the problems. You fix the problems. The, you, it's great. You know, and I always tell people, remember the eighties and I'm old enough to remember the eighties, you know, it was all about being who you are living outside that box. You know, don't let labels tell you who you are. And we went backwards from that. Now, now everybody has to fit into that box and fit into that label. And I'm trying very hard to get people to see and bring, go back to that. You know, you don't have right. to be anything, just be who you are. And so um, we developed a program called the Kindness Club. And so my daughter runs it in her school and we're spreading it as a movement. And it's all focused on self-awareness, the ultimate act of kindness, being able to accept who you are. Because when you accept all the little quirks that you are, what makes you great and unique then you are doing the ultimate act of kindness and being happy. Right. And you can't be happy until you, you like who you are, you know, and that's where, you know, I got lucky because I have my show is fully sponsored and now we're launching a night radio show to be a live show Monday through Friday. And people can call in about questions and get tools and tricks and, different 
and they can download from the websites and stuff like that that we have on how to help yourself with communication or with mental health issues or just self-assurance. And then um, we're going to add a teen call-in line for teenagers that are struggling with life. So, you know, remember back to the 90s and the old love line? We're going to do something similar to that and it's all anonymous. So the only the person running the dashboard will be able to see who's calling, but teens that are struggling with bullying and other issues, they'll have a safe, secure place to talk and express themselves and, uh, and figure out ways for them to deal with it. Because, you know, you don't realize how much, you know, when we were kids or our gener my generation, you got bullied at school or you got bullied at work something, you know, you could escape it when you got home. In this day and age, there is no escaping anything. Everything is always going around you with social media and every aspect. And, you know, teaching people to just quiet the surroundings, unplug, and just breathing and relaxing. Even if it's just watching some stupid sitcom on TV or listening to music, just doing something that doesn't involve electronics. Absolutely. Quiet that noise, right? Exactly. You know, and now I'm focusing on working with professionals that are trying to establish themselves in the world. Because <clears throat> I came to from where from nobody online to where I am now with my own show. And we just launched it on all major platforms in about nine months. And just being open and honest and how helping professionals understand you know why you're doing what you're doing and helping you see all the different aspects and quiet down the millions of marketers you get every day ask telling you how quick you can make that ten thousand dollars a month and how quick you can do this and this and this and it takes time but you have to have that clear message and most people don't have that yet yeah, I think it's very important to get that crystal clear, your message and and run with it um, and, and stop attracting just anyone and attract, the, get clear on that niche, niche of people that you're wanting to work with, right? And uh, that makes a huge difference. So tell us a bit about, you know, uh, why you switched into working with professionals and um, that, yeah, so just dive into that a bit because I think so it's important. The, when it started, when I started out, I was working with, you know, families and individuals and a buddy of mine who's a pastor said, you know, my goal was to change the world, you know, get parents and families to see, you know, how you can deal with your mental health issues without medications, you know, they're a crutch, they're not in a tool, but they're not a fix and how you could fix things yourself with help. And how changing the way you're thinking and how you're doing things can change everything about you and your family. And so he told me I could never save the world. It's just a too big of an obstacle. Like, all right, fine. You know, and part of this is the military life I led is that, you know, there's never a failure option. I just got to figure out the loophole in the situation. So I ended up calling him back like two days later in the really early in the morning. He was kind of laughing about it. And <laughs> He goes, I go, I figured out the loophole. So when I help you 
as a coach or a teacher or a professional, being able to connect with your clients one-on-one, helping them. You're reaching the, them 10 people. Then people are reaching 10 more people. It's a pay it forward aspect of life. And eventually we will change the world. You know, I can only help so many at one time by myself. But when I help you to do it, we're reaching that many more. And eventually, sooner than later, hopefully, the way we think and the way we do things will be more positive and less so doom and gloom. And, you know, the world's going to end every day. I love it. This is so empowering. And uh, I think you're so right. Like just getting that crystal clear um, idea of how you can go about doing it. And I like how you mentioned the crutch. Um, it's not the fix. And I know, I know as a lot of the entrepreneurs listening, we've all gone through that where there's, there, there's just that crutch, but it's not the tool. It's not the, it's not going to fix what's going on. And it's so important to realize that, like, you know, especially getting to that next level, identifying, okay, what are these crutches holding me back or not allowing me to grow? Right. So Mm -hmm. you're your worst enemy. And you know, the misconception Mm -hmm. is that so many people you're told that, you know, you're not growing because you're fear of failure. In reality, it's not the fear of failure. You're or accepting failure. Yeah. You know, because you're you're in your mind when you're starting a business, what's the first person, you know, first thing most people tell you, ask you, what happens if you fail? What happens if you don't succeed? Well, my answer is always there is no failure. There's just I haven't figured out the right way to do it yet. And so most of what's holding you back is your fear of success. What do you do when you end up with too many clients? What do you do when you have you reach that level? So you subconsciously are holding yourself back from growing. Absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. That is the first thing people ask. Well, what are you going to do if it doesn't work out? What if all these things go wrong? We need to start looking at all the things that go right. And um, the, like you said, fear of success, you know, cause that's the only, that's the only way you should be looking at it at all. And I know that a lot of people get held back or hold themselves back because they're focusing on the opposite. They're focusing on, okay, I need a backup plan because if this doesn't work, but then you're not fully focusing on it, it working then, and you're not fully in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you always have that, that one touch- foot out the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't think like that at all. Oh, well, I love it. I'm so happy we covered that. And, you know, tell me a bit about your, you know, how the, the live show um, ties into your business and bringing, I mean, growing your business. Can we touch on that a bit? <coughs> so my live show is different topics, depending on the days, like um, oh, yeah. this is veterans week. So I co-host on Mondays and I have my own show on Wednesdays and then I produce the rest of the week. It's part of the Hope Collection and the Optimize My Life radio show that was started by Joel Griffin 20 years ago, something like that. It's been a while. And so what I talk about with my is basically my business. I give you points and tips and stuff that are you're struggling. You know, like today's show was all about transitional life. You know, how to deal with change, how to handle things when they come up. You know, I don't focus on the problems. I, I go over the problems. We focus on all these different solutions. And we have different professionals and different people call in and help give advice. 
and then um, everybody else calls in and asks questions and we give them answers and point them out. And um, we just started. So now our podcast is now, or our radio show is now going to be on every major podcast. So we're on Amazon Music, we're on Audible, we're on Spotify, iHeart, and a bunch more. I have no idea what they are. But um, it's all about mindset and your mind and how to focus on positive and not negative, but not gaslighting. Because, you know, a lot of people are all about the extremes. So instead of dealing with reality and dealing with bad things that happen, you automatically switch it to positive, always positive, always, but then you're ignoring what you're feeling. And I talk a lot about how accepting the feelings, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to have all these emotions, but instead of always looking directly to the positive, look at the solution. How do you fix that problem? How do you fix those issues? How do you deal with, what's the next step? Because, you know, we are all about mindset. That's the new key. That's the new thing for, you know, and everybody's got to be so positive about everything. And yes, you do to the extent, but you still have to recognize how you feel. Mm-hmm. You have to accept, go through the emotions. Right, exactly. You know, and it's, we're trained from a very young age. And I had a lady argue with me about this on the show. We teach our kids to bury our emotions. Mm-hmm. And you don't think about, but I go, you know, think about when your child, your baby cries. What do you do? You quiet them down. You tell them it's okay. You know, they get hurt. They cry. Instead of sitting there talking them through it because we don't like to see people upset we quiet them down and tell them it's okay. You don't cry. Don't, you don't have to cry, you know? So we're, we're teaching our kids young not to feel these emotions. It's okay to bury them. It's okay to stop because everything's going to be okay. And so, you know, we need to go back as adults, learn what these emotions mean and that it's okay. Now you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to be mad and express those and understand why you're feeling them because that's the only way you're going to make progress in life. I agree. Yeah. It's important to go through the motions and really feel them. And you're so bright as kids where we are taught, okay, you don't have to cry over that. You stop crying. You know, it's so true. And I've never looked at it like that. And subconsciously, then we feel as if this is not right to feel this way. We shouldn't be so emotional when in reality, I think it's important to be and feel those emotions. And then we have the stereotypical world where women are emotional. So we cry about everything. And then you got the men, you know, they get stuck in that role where, you know, what's that line that they're allowed to cry at or feel emotions. You know, men are supposed to be his, you know, the stoic and, you know, iron faced and, you know, not feel things and not deal with things and just bury everything. And so we all, we are living those fine lines and we need to start breaking and start understanding that it's okay. Yeah, it is okay. You know, and women, you know, you get mad. Oh, it's the time of the month or, you know, it's just hormonal issues. It's like, but is it really, (laughs) or is there something going on? Because it's okay if there's something going on, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's, you know, 
trying to change the world and getting to understand it's okay. I think that's really important. I'm so happy that you're, you're out there able to educate people on this and understanding this and, and, um, getting clear on that like that's huge because I haven't had I haven't had a discussion like this on my podcast yet and I think it's so powerful so I'm so happy that you know you're able to share that with my listeners and myself and I guess my next question would be my my next and probably my last I know these I know these interviews are just not long enough because (laughs) I have a lot of questions in my mind now that I would love to cover but what is your next focus and desire with you know whether that be your live shows or within your business for the next year coming. My biggest focus is I am working on a developmental center. So it's kind of like the yellow pages for mental health. It's a one-stop shop for your mind, body, and soul. So there'll be coaches and therapists and other professionals that can help you in every aspect of your life. And so you can either fill out an application based on what you need, or you can fine tune and pick a coach that's in that area that you're looking at. And the one thing, and this is what I'm different than every other coach out there is, you know, in society now, it's all about the big ticket item, the high coaching prices. And so every coach that works in my program works with me in my center will have will have at least one high quality low ticket offer and work with a couple clients and there's a special form you fill out that's like an income form so that we can see what you can afford that so you can either work with a coach for free or at a lower cost because I believe that no person should have to suffer just because of their income and I went through that with my kids Um, when they were first diagnosed, I found a coach that was willing to help me that knew what she was talking about with autism. And she wanted $20,000 to work with one kid. And I'm like, I can't afford that. And she goes, well, we can narrow it down. I go, I can't afford that. She goes, well, I can't help you then. Then that's when I realized that, you know, this is just insane. Yeah. You're not willing to help people and you're in it for the wrong reason. You know, the whole point uh-huh. of doing this is to help people that need it. And, you know, and it's another way of looking at it too. It's also a good business sense because those millionaires that want, that can afford the 30, 40, $50,000 job or coaching, great. But they may invest wrong tomorrow and they may lose it all. Yeah. But the people that are working at Walmart and McDonald's and whatever, they're always going to have a job. So they can always afford the five, 10, 20, $30 a month. Yeah. Be. And they're more apt to want to help and want the help. It's just a matter of the misconception is, is, you know, they're not going to put the time in. Well, how do you know that if you're not going to talk to the people that work with that need it? Right. And a lot of the people that need it the most are the, you know, like yourself as a mother and at the time not being able to afford it, they refuse to work with you. I think anything from either payment plan or, or a lower ticket offer um, to help those who, who really can't afford it is, is, um, is the way to go. Is there, like you said, it's, you're in it for one reason. If it, like, I think it's important to be in it for the reason to change lives, not to like, obviously money's great to survive off of and everything, but it's gotta be more than that. You've got to actually care about the person and want to change their life. 
And then the money flows. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you're in it, otherwise you're in it for the wrong reason and you're not going to see that money. You're not going to be as honest. I don't think it's su- uh, successful. So and that's, gotta be in that's, for the right well, the way it went worked for me too. When I first started out and I was trying to figure out, I was listening to everybody else and doing the price points, you know, high up. I had a customer here and a customer there, but once I switched it around and went back to my roots and remembered why I doing this to begin with, then the doors opened, the radio show came and they came to me. I, I didn't go to that. Um, I ended up on them. a, I did. I went on a rant on Facebook about our coaching industry just being ridiculous and happened to be the um, a guy that belongs to this organization. And he, I did a guest appearance. And from there, he, the president of the company actually offered me the show. That is incredible. Ah, oh, I love it. Well, Mary, this has been absolutely such a pleasure to have you on. And, you know, I, I really am thrilled that we got to discuss what we did with my uh, listeners and myself, because uh, we haven't covered topics like this. And this is really powerful. So, um, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you in any way, what would be the best way to reach you? Um, you can either call or text me and the number is 507-338-3725. Or you can email me at mary at adardc.com. And my website is adardevelopmentalcenter.com. Incredible. Thank you so much, Mary, for coming on today and sharing all this valuable insight for my listeners. I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me be here. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and would like to come on just like our amazing Mary did today to share what you're doing in your business, talk about your journey and um, your live show or podcast, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.